Hello and welcome to the first of hopefully many unboxing project interludes or up interludes. So if you've followed along with the podcast, we've done three seasons of me interviewing people in STEM field, science, technology, engineering, math. And uh, we concluded the third season about a week ago and I decided either before I guess this is before or also during something new I want to add are these little up interludes where I just kind of, I guess, sort out what's going on in my head. So for this first one here, um, I wanted to take a real deep dive. Uh, so I'm taking this class, a church class, and uh, at our last class, we were supposed to come up with five characteristics that God has uh, that we also have. So what are five characteristics of God that are our gifts that he has given us? So this, like many things, um, sent me down into a deep dive of critical thinking in my own head, and I just wanted to share it. So it's really stuff that almost like your core beliefs, so things that you believe forever, you always have believed, um, and then you hear something new and it kind of challenges those thoughts. So first off, I want to start with two passages from the Bible. So here's the first one. Truly, I say to you, unless you turn and become like children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Matthew eighteen three. So telling us, that we must be childlike, right? And here's the next one. When I was a child, I spoke like a child, I thought like a child, I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I gave up my childish ways. 1 Corinthians 13, 11. So in my head, I have wrestled with these two passages for many years because in my head, they used to be in violation of one another. So I've struggled with how it is possible to be both. And sometimes I think the world wants us to think that they're in violation of one another as well. <sighs> so yeah, anyway. So I think it's hard for us to believe that a person such as Jesus or Jesus can exhibit both of, the, both of these in the same being at the same time. So I used to think I needed to grow up. So like that I needed to shift from this childlike thought process and move into a more adult version. But I fought this tooth and nail and I felt like I was losing a piece of myself by doing this. So I thought it was pot or that it was necessary to get serious about life, to be buttoned up and my, but like, all the while, my soul was crying to be wild and free and to be full of childlike joy. And I don't mean wild in the sense of like really raising a ruckus, more just liberated and not held down by what people are telling me I have to do. So just really the opportunity to just be myself and not follow into boundaries, like boundaries isn't the right word but not fall into like a box so I guess I mean hello the unboxing project um that's always been like an innate thing like I don't want to fit into this box that people have created for me I want to bust out of it and kind of chart my own territory 
So anyway, the other thing is like, I'd get all serious and so then like at the time or whatever so I'd get all serious and then I couldn't help but giggling like a middle schooler again usually in the most inopportune times because my nature is to be silly sometimes and now I appreciate that that's the way God me made me whether I'm 10 or 42 I am going to be silly sometimes like that's just who I am and now I take that as like such a gift because I can see and appreciate now when I interact with people and when I can see them switch because of the energy that I'm bringing that is given through God to me out to them and I see that shift in their energy as well so I highly covet this energy now the silly stuff Anyway, so it's always been a part of me and I hope it always will be. I just thought the world or the voices in my own head were telling me that I had to give it up when I was younger and that at some point if I was ever going to be successful and taken seriously in this world, I had to let go of that side. There was a point in my life where it was really important for me to be seen as important. So I reluctantly would shed the childlike joy in an effort to be portrayed as successful and knowledgeable but all the while extinguishing the fire in my spirit to fit the social norms of this world. One of my favorite songs is Suit and Jacket by Judah and the Lion. If you haven't heard it, the opening line is this. I ain't trading my youth for no suit and jacket. I ain't giving my freedom for your money or status. So these words is like, I don't want to grow up and be that boring robot. Don't want to do that. So here I am at 42, not doing that. <laughs> um, but I think, so like, you know, Jesus, I mean, did not to tie it into the song too much, but I mean, he never had a suit and jacket. He dressed in the most frugal outfits of the time and he didn't have money or status. He came to this earth to save this earth in a barn. So maybe it's okay that my soul feels this way too. So anyway, all three of these things, the two Bible verses that I talked about, um, that you have to have the faith of a child to get into heaven and also um, the one about giving up your childish ways and then the song that all speak to my soul and the passage about being like children yeah. so I think I'm finally able to rectify all that and let them all cohabitate harmoniously in my mind and the way I'm able to do this truly is to critically think of and study Jesus's character he had all of these things so Back to the, at the beginning, I was talking about this class that I'm taking, and we were talking about the character of Jesus and all of maybe some attributes or five top attributes that we have taken or that we have been gifted, I guess, from God. So that's kind of two of them, I guess. Like the childlike joy, I feel like I, I have that. And then also this whole critical thinking, able to process um, adult side too so um yeah anyway so Jesus was full of childlike joy he was always resonating and interacting with children he was so happy sometimes that the people thought he was drunk although he was not actually drunk clear distinction there uh, God wants us to be carefree in a healthy 
way sometimes to be innocent, to lay our burdens down at the foot of the cross because he's already taken care of them. He's given us enough grace for today. Don't worry about tomorrow. We have full freedom in him. The world can entice us to make things so complicated sometimes. The formula to get into heaven isn't an algorithm that takes 10 years to solve and only the smartest, most serious can get in. No, it's simple. We just have to open the door to our heart to Jesus. That's it. Invite him in. The rest is details and will work itself out. Embrace your inner Enneagram 7 and go let loose <laughs> and have some fun in the name of Jesus. Worship him. Connect with other people. Love other people. Let your wall come down. Set that mask on the table for a while. Elaine dance. Seinfeld reference. With a stranger in line at the store. Laugh on the toilet at the airport when the cranberry song linger. Didn't you have to? Didn't you have to let it linger? Comes over the loudspeakers. Um, just a little ironic. Or another great one uh, when you're pushing your groceries in uh, the crowded grocery store and push you around by Matchbox 20 comes on. That has happened twice, by the way. Um, makes me laugh whenever those types of things happen it just brings a little joy to the day so don't take yourself too seriously jesus didn't and i think that these moments of connection really can be spirit-filled and our glimpses of heaven on earth what a gift from god all right moving on to the second passage giving up childish ways i think this means being a good steward of everything that's given to you be a good steward of your finances, your body, your heart, other people's hearts, your soul, your home, and the earth. Be responsible, but still have fun. This is where I've really been focusing on my own growth and listening to God's direction in my life. I've resisted lots of parts of this previously, but with the help of the Holy Spirit, I'm getting a little better. I used to reject this as fun-hating and losing some of myself, but it's not. Really, I think it's just God trying to give us some grace and to save us from hurt and draw us, draw him, draw us closer to him. And these are some great ways to do this. With some discipline that we rely on God for, He can we can be good stewards of all the things that have been given to us. After all, these things come from God and ultimately belong to God, not us. What better way to worship God than to be good stewards of the things that he has given us? It's been completely a completely different mindset for me. No more fun hating. I have a spending plan, but I do not call it a budget. No more clutching onto things that I think are mine. Just opportunities for growth and connection with God. For the record, though, I'm still not putting on my suit and jacket. Unless if it's edgy, unique, and makes me happy. And I think God's okay with that. Oh, and I found all of my freedom, the best and most wholesome kind in Jesus. There's nothing more liberating, wild, and counterculture than walking step in step with the creator of the universe, the most loving father, the coolest cat around, Jesus, God, Holy Spirit. He goes by all three, and I don't think he really cares which one you refer to him as. As long as you are seeking and love, as long as you have a seeking and loving heart that wants nothing more than to be in communion with him. That's it. You're worthy. 
Jesus wants nothing more than to be in a relationship with you. Bring your childlike joy and your responsible stewarding to him. Ask him questions and he'll point you in the right direction. Peace, love, and kindness. Thanks to Jesus. Carrie.